0: What up podcast babies? I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney. And we're Fat Out of Hell.
1: A bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigmas through conversations about our experiences as fat, rad, fatties. Hello so and welcome to our dearest
2: podcast. podcast it's today. time to go! Uh, we are recording on a Monday night, which is not normal for us. I feel like uh, it's a new and possibly exciting energy. I literally went from one robe to another robe tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like bouncing in, in and out of robes. Uh, but we are here to discuss fashion and the sustainability of fashion and the sustainability of fashion specifically for those of us in fat bodies.
1: Mm-hmm. I kind of want to, from the top, give a shout-out to not a fat person, but still a super rad person. Uh, her um, handle on Instagram is Median Moda. We talked about her before, because um, she did the body size index. What yes. was it? Yeah. The influencer, um, is the her, size. Yeah. yeah. And she she's just really rad. And she talks a lot about sustainability and fashion and a lot about fast fashion, but also which like for a mid-sized person, like I have to, I have to give her credit. She really does. She, she talks more than is required about lack of access to sustainable options for people living in fat bodies. Um, which I think is incredible. Um, so check her out. She's really doing the Lord's work over there on her, on her IG. Um, but yeah, like, we've, we've all done some research about sustainable, kind of like breaking it down into different categories, like sustainable, eco-friendly, um, like we have some like kind of small batch stuff, resale, consignment. So lots of options. But first, we want to burn the world down a little bit. A little bit. I mean
2: We do but like I am like actually (laughs) short Circuiting because I'm like this could be so many Things is this the 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 the
1: the the Tarjay thing or is this the Like I mean I Think it we could we could lead with the Tarjay thing or we could just kind of Like address the current state of affairs Of like General lack of access in general bodies. lack of access yes uh, yeah. i was
2: pulling out statistics today and it uh i pulled up um an academic article from 2020 and then like a vanity fair article from 2020 so like real yin and yang um yeah all sides <laughs> and, uh, of the spectrum
1: there i'm a fan all
2: sides <laughs> of the spectrum but uh all basically came to the same conclusion that like more people are getting fat and therefore there is a greater need for plus size clothing slash the the like actual numbers the plus size retailers are increasing in sales steadily right at like a good rate so the fact that like um there it it is a rumor this but it's been like enough of a rumor that i think there must be something a little substantive to it that target is in certain markets cutting Um, or greatly reducing their plus size options in store. And I mean, if we are the majority, right, if we are Mm -hmm. the majority of the people and we are clearly willing to spend and we are continuing to spend, why can't I fucking walk into a store and buy clothing?
1: It's, it's honestly shocking. Like, you know, kind of setting aside for a moment the conversation of, like, eco-friendly fashion. Because at that point, that's a that's just a luxury. You know what I mean? And, like, even straight-sized people pray, pay a premium and have to specifically seek out eco-friendly fashion. And so then to add the fat tax on top of it, <laughs> it's like, you know, me and Kita, we went into a Target the other day. And I got... Picked up the shirt I'm wearing which I'm indicating In the most podcast gold Fashion um, But like Keita picked up a pair of shorts And it was like The first time that she was able to pick up a pair of shorts In a store Outside of Torrid. Like,
2: it's horrid And it's wild I, I think you know like Chicago is going to be a Semi-protected market I would imagine Just like Los Angeles will be a right. semi-protected market But like if you live in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, or the middle of nowhere, Virginia, like... Targets, target is where you go. Target is where you go. And it is wild to me that in a system where the dollar is the highest value, right? Where, like, the dollar is king, that somehow... The only thing stronger than capitalism is
1: anti fat bias. Seriously. Cause like if it's if you were able to in an afternoon in just a cursory Google search discover that sales for plus size realtor realtors oh jeez. Y'all, full disclosure, I drove like six and a half hours today, so some of my words just might be total dog shit. Um but um <laughs> plus size retailers this their sales are steadily increasing like the market like target has access to that information you know it and the fact that that this is a, a continuing problem this is a this is not the first retail the retailer that has pulled their plus size line like that it's just,
2: I mean, Old Navy famously did it years ago. Like, they used to offer plus sizes in store. I am old enough to remember when they offered plus sizes in store, and then they stopped offering them and they only offered them online. And then they made a big fucking deal of offering them in stores. And I was like, cool. Well, like, you already did that once. So, like, why should I believe that you're going to maintain this from here on in?
1: Yeah. Right? Like, no, it's unreliable. Not only is it unreliable, I just kind
2: of made it a point in my own purchasing habits to be like, well, clearly you don't value me as a customer. It's one thing if something is completely online. It's one thing if it's always been online. But if you have offered me a brick and mortar option and then you take it away, what you're telling me is I am not worth being able to walk into that store, which means I will not be giving you my money.
1: Yeah yeah like I don't know it's it's frustrating because I remember like so at the beginning of the like right before the pandemic started I went on a trip to Jamaica with my family and I only had I had one swimming suit at the time and so I was like well if I'm going on a beach vacation I can't just have one swimming suit and I, I put it off and I put it off and I also didn't have a lot of money at that time and so I was like I can't I can't spend the $80 on a Torrid swimsuit option at the moment and so I went to Target hoping that I could find some option and there was not a single swimming suit in, I went to three Targets I think and couldn't find a swimming suit in store that would fit me and so I ended up actually having to borrow Kita's swimming suit and like, and it's just like the fact that I can't I don't have the luxury. I don't have the That's luxury. That's real friendship.
2: Of, when you borrow a swimsuit, that is that <laughs> is
1: a mark of real friendship. <laughs> yeah. We uh we got real close that <laughs> that stretch. No, but I mean like like the fact that I'm not afforded like I it and it kind of goes back to our conversation at some it's point. It's a basic where we that just,
2: is it's a basic that becomes a luxury when you are in a fat body.
1: Well, and and it goes back to our conversation of like fat people needing to be even more on top of their shit because like I was not afforded the luxury of disorganization. You know what I mean? Like me not me not by de- me not figuring out a swimming a swimsuit option that worked for me ahead of time was just disorganization. And like for someone who's like a size 8 that disorganization. They could have run to Target and gotten a really cute option, and they would have been like, "Phew!" And then they would have told the story of how did they had how they had to do a nine p.m. Target run, but look at this cute thing. You know what I mean? Whereas I, I had to go and mingle my juices with Kita's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry.
2: What a cocktail! <laughs> <laughs> We've just woo. let it be known that I washed
0: everything before I gave it to her. I didn't just give her a straight up swimsuit off of my body. It was washed thoroughly. It is okay. It is
1: okay. It is okay. Minimal, minimal ju- juices. Minimal. Okay. Minimal. Uh, I would like you to
2: know our sharing of a swimsuit had minimal juices. <laughs> oh, Min- can we just make shirts that say minimal juices? Is that oh, what's going God. to happen? Oh, oh my gosh, God. speaking of shirts, so I did this like, um, voice institute last week. And, uh, one of the ways they raise scholarship money for people who are coming in following years is to sell shirts. And now, this isn't their fault, so I don't want to seem like I'm throwing the Institute under the bus, right? Because they're just using a t-shirt company. Mm-hmm. But it was like, $1 more expensive for every size over an extra large.
1: That sucks.
2: So it went from like, Air 28 quotes, to more 29, fabric. to 30, to 30. And I was like, ah! <laughs> it was like, this? is unfortunate. It's
1: really unfortunate. That sucks. It does. <sighs> That's so irritating. Um it I was like
2: there I was like I know they have no control of this so I'm not going to be like right but i just was yeah. like no they went to yeah. the easiest
1: option yeah
2: well and i actually think they chose an option that's sustainable and i love like they were trying they were trying their best i yeah. know they were it was just like i don't think anyone clocked it do you know what i mean like that yeah. it went up literally a dollar with every size above an extra large
1: right well so that's kind of the state of affairs is that like you know sustainable eco-friendly fashion we already have to people already have to go out of their way to prioritize that in their day-to-day whether that's through consignment shops whether that's through specifically eco-friendly companies whether that's through you know there are there are many avenues that you can explore um but for fat people it's just that much harder but we do have resources available
2: We do have resources available. And I just want to say something. If you are a thin person and you are listening to this podcast and you go to normal thrift stores and you buy plus size clothes and you are not plus sized because you want to cut things up and you want to repurpose them. Please stop and take a second and realize that what you've done is actually taken away an opportunity for a fat person to be more like sustainably eco-friendly or you've, sorry,
0: no, you Peter, know go what?
2: Ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was going to say, even if you walk into a fucking regular store and you buy, Oh, because you want that cute oversized look, right? Well, guess what? That's my actual size. And I actually need that. Um, so please like just, you you have so many options afforded to you. It, like, just check your privilege for a second. And I know that you hate when thin privilege is shoved into your face and X, Y, and Z, but guess what? Yeah. It's fucking real. And yes, I am talking to the specific person that was like, oh, this is a 2XL. It'll definitely fit me. And that was the last option that I had, and I couldn't get the thing that I wanted because you bought it. I am talking directly to you and everybody else like
1: you. Fuck that.
0: So... Don't do that. No, and like, don't do that. You know,
1: to Jesse's point of, of like the, and like, in all of this, like, when we're talking about thrift stores and we're talking about consignment shops, like, there's the eco friendly aspect of it, but then there's also the affordability aspect of it. Like, if you're going into a thrift store and you're buying an oversized option to be cute and over, you know, whatever, and I say oversized, if you're buying something in a 3X from a, thrift store and you don't need a 3x what you're doing is you're taking away a clothing option for someone who desperately needs clothing like you know and it's it's frustrating to me because like i don't know it, it it almost becomes an issue of gentrification if i'm you know like people coming into spaces where People coming into spaces and identifying resources that are beneficial to them and then using them with no regard for the people who need them more. And it's it's just it makes me really fucking angry. <laughs> so stop doing that. Um, so but don't anyway, do it. Yeah. Um, so. Let's talk resources. Um, Jesse, I know that you have some more kind of like, because kind of the two avenues that that we're exploring are resale and consignment and then new, but eco-friendly, whether that's through sustainability efforts. Yeah,
2: like some kind of friendly practice. So some of them are eco-friendly and I have to be honest, my notes are not great in which are which. I just started writing things down and then I started... Doing my ADHD brain, where I was writing on top sure. of writing, and I was like, "Well, uh-huh. we've lost, we've lost the roadmap, Jesse." Um, but some <laughs> of them are, in fact, eco-sustainable, and some of them have um, either really good labor practices, which mm. I think is like that fucking like, matters. Yep, or like it's small batches, which means there's less waste and less, you know, like oh, so like no. there's somehow. In a sustainable market. Yeah. Um. Okay. Should I just start reading? Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Bom, bom, bom. Um That's <laughs> that's as much as I could do before we have to pay for a song. Amazing. <laughs> look at love, look I'm... at me knowing. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. There is a company that I am in love with. Uh, called Girlfriend Collective. I am in love with them. I've heard of them. They're they really cool. Go, yeah. Have you actually yeah. gotten their stuff? Um, so I did two of my Dia things. I ended up getting Girlfriend Collective things with them, um, and. Girlfriend Collective goes up to a 6X. Now, I will say I wear their 5X. So, again, uh, sometimes companies that go from extra small to 6X or 7X, by the time we get to their Xs, they're not really aligned with what we normally consider plus size Xs. Right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so I wear their 5X. Um And it's so soft, and it's made from recycled plastic water bottles. What? And, yeah, all of the, like, all of the clothes, like, all of the, where, all of their stuff is made out of recycled plastic water bottles. That's sick. And they have something, like, you can buy on their website that you can hook up to your washing machine that catches all of the, like, little, like, uh, plastic particles that go into water so that like you're no longer dumping those plastics into water when you do your laundry. What? Yeah, they're awesome. So Girlfriend Collective, we, we, love, we love Girlfriend Collective. That's awesome. Uh, sure. I will say my list, uh, to the best of my knowledge, this list is only companies that serve extended sizes of some sort.
1: Oh, so like XL and up?
2: No, no, no. Like uh, above three X. Oh, all of the companies I put down are companies that I know serve bodies above a three X.
1: Interesting.
2: Oh, Because I, you know, I uh, one of the things that's been happening on the worldwide interwebs is uh, Saucy West. Uh, doing the um, like doing like a size inclusivity thing and talking about how like we should no longer be giving our money to companies that only go up to 3x Mm -hmm. and so while some of the sizing it can be a little difficult these are all things that uh, I as a like either generous 3x slash 4x slash 26 ish Mm -hmm. have options and know that there's an option above me. So, it's not the the biggest list, but it is a list. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh okay. So, uh the other like company that is sort of like Girlfriend Collective is Halara and they have a close to net zero waste. But I don't know, they just Can you spell that for people? Yes, H-A-L-A-R-A. I have not bought any of their stuff. Um, I really love Girlfriend Collective, and they kind of seem like the the lower-end version of Girlfriend Collective. Yeah. (laughs) So, I'll say that. (laughs) Um, I am currently wearing a Peridot robe, and I am obsessed with them um I am obsessed with this robe uh it is made in small batches by a plus size woman plus size own company uh I think the robes go up to a size 40 I'm in a 4x and it's big on me like uh so I I'm obsessed with them also I think everyone needs a really good lounging robe they just do
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. That's for (laughs) sure. Um, Uh. All
2: right. For underwear, ARQ, sustainable underwear in plus sizes. Uh, Girlfriend Collective has also started offering underwear. Girlfriend Collective, pay me. (laughs) 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 um, Chromat is a line that goes up to 4x but my understanding is it's a generous 4x. They have swimsuits, they have a bunch of stuff but like their swimsuits are real cute. Um we have Hackwith. So Tella hours IGG Alice Alexander loud bodies which I think goes all the way up to a 10x. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, on the plus side, the standard stitch, Alder Apparel, Copper Union, Whitney Marrow, who makes beautiful gowns. And now I will say, I do think they only go up to a 24, but it's Jersey, so they kind of stretch up. And mm-hmm. also, they have a form that uh, you can contact them, because it's like a one-person operation. So I... I know I just broke my own rule about extended sizes, but I think it's because you can break that rule with that particular designer.
1: That's really cool. Um,
2: then we have fashion brand company, Ray NYC, which is one of the top rated, um, companies for, uh, uh, like employee satisfaction. Like they're really good. They're like really ethical to their employees. Um and then Tradlands
1: Alter I've been, House seeing Line. Stuff, I've been seeing stuff about Tradlands. It's really mm-hmm. beautiful stuff,
2: yeah. Alter houseline and then Donald Stanley. those are the the list of newer things that nice. I have come up to. And I think we should put them up when we do this episode. I'll throw all of them up and we'll yeah
1: kind of talk about that but um yeah that's awesome well so as we said like there are kind of like two avenues that you can explore when it comes to sustainable fashion and that is like you know making sure that you frequent businesses that have you know good labor practices good um, ecological practices all of that um but the other option is buying used um and There is a fantastic article from uh, May of this year, May of 2021, Um, and it's from canweallgo.com. And it is uh, the title of the article is these 34 plus size consignment stores are looking forward to life after COVID. Um, And what it does is it is a list of 34 consignment shops around the country um, and in the description it shows their size range um, And what I think is really interesting and this is this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with target and how they're removing their um, they're removing their extended sizes potentially in more rural areas and it, it's funny when when before we started recording, one of the things I s- when Jesse said that they're removing their plus sizes from like more rural and like suburban areas, I was like, "But, but that's where the fat people are. <laughs> like, that's where they live." <laughs> I mean, it's one of the places they. Yeah, live, right. No, and like, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and and so, what I found really heartening about this list of consignment shops is that a lot of them are not in major cities. Um, Like th- there's There's kind of the heavy hitters here Like for example like Cake Plus size resale in Minneapolis There's Curve Conscious in Philadelphia um, There's Plus Bus um, in LA Yeah plus Bus in LA um, There's uh, Fat Fancy in Portland um, There's Plus Brooklyn one. Plus Brooklyn isn't on here weirdly enough Oh, um. There's Style Plus um in uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, two big blondes in Seattle. Like you know, th- th- these bigger cities. But there's options in. There's one that's in Hendersonville, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Um, oh. There's one in, Cuy- uh, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Um. Rockford, Illinois, uh, Zombrota, Minnesota, Murray, Utah, like there's Springdale, Arkansas. Guess there's a bunch in North Carolina. Like it's really fantastic. Like, for example, there's one in Hickory, North Carolina that starts at a size 18 and goes up from there. Yeah, it's called King and Queen Consignment in Hickory, North Carolina. Like there's really there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's like really excellent options on here. And it I think it's a really fantastic like I I think that this is a really really good option. Like there's a bunch of like I'm and I'm, I'm kind of you know, I pulled up this article and, and, and I'm kind of like digesting it as I go. Like there's there's a place called Curvy Consignments in Parma Parma Heights, Ohio. That starts at a 16 and goes up to a 6x. Which is like really not bad. Yeah. Um, so- we should also give a shout out to
2: uh, Sell Trade Plus on Instagram, which mm-hmm. is an Instagram user that does all plus size consignment stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, geez, Louise, like, that's not to mention, like, during COVID, like, all of these consignment shops were doing online sales, like, Cake was doing these kind of, like, you know, Instagram live sales, you know, it's, it's so cool. It's amazing the options that you have when you remove, and this is for everybody, like, there are so many, it's amazing the options that you have when you remove new from. From the conversation like You know in in a town like I don't know Boise Ohio Or Boise Idaho which I know is a state Capital but I mean like it's not like That's a fashion metropolis (laughs) Sorry to Uh. folks out in Boise Idaho (laughs) But I mean I don't know if you've
2: ever been To Boise but it's (laughs) potatoes And fashion
1: (laughs) Those are the two things that come To mind when I think of Boise Idaho But I mean like (laughs) you know i i don't know i i i look at resources like this and i and i'm heartened because yeah. it's you know folks in in places that have been historically excluded when it comes to resources having having stuff like this makes a huge difference that i makes mean me happy.
2: It's, it's yeah
1: and it's not that long ago right like I had
2: very little access to plus-size clothing when I was young. Very mm-hmm. little. Because stores didn't really sell it, right? Like, the world... Al Gore's internet hadn't really been invented yet. <laughs> God bless um, Al Gore's
1: internet.
2: This, this, is, this is what happens when we record uh, on a Monday night. Um, but I, like, you know, so, like, I wore a lot of things from... Mm. Sears if I was lucky right like it was like and it was like uh, a constant fear of like there is no more weight you can gain or you will not be able to buy clothes at a store yeah like that was an ever-present looming fear um yeah yeah so you know it's it's nice to have online options but like it is appalling when you consider we are the majority of people in this country, and we do not have brick and mortar stores to walk into and shop at, yep. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, I've
0: been like mostly quiet because I've been thinking about it a lot today, like a lot more than usual. Like I have a wedding to go to on Saturday, and like with the pandemic and all of us, you know, like you know not being active, gaining pandemic weight. I have like all of this formal wear that I'm afraid to put on because I haven't had to like try it on to go anywhere for the past year and a half. And I was just like, wow, if only the fucking tour were still open downtown, or if only the Lane Bryant that closed as soon as I moved here were still open downtown. There is literally, especially like in a major city where I feel like there should be formal options for plus size people regardless of where you go. There's no options where I can just be like, OK, well, I can walk in here and feel good about something to wear a week out, not even the same day, the, yeah. a week out. So it's just like, holy shit, like I'm yeah. like, it's, it's all stuff that we've already said. But like, well, God, because like in the
2: city of Chicago, the closest tour is at uh, Lincolnwood Mall. Right. So like outside of the city. And even they, they. I don't even think they carry
0: like I think it's like a torrid thing. Personally, they don't carry, like I think sizes four and above or like five and above in store because it's quote not a um, like marketable size for people to walk in and get, which makes no absolutely no so sense. So I to will me.
2: tell you, it
0: makes sense, but it they doesn't They carry make to
2: sense. four in store, but they carry to like six in clearance rack. They get like. Clearance items that are five x and six x. Yeah, you've noticed but, like, that. Yeah, carried a foreign store.
0: But that stuff's already picked over, and they're like bike shorts yeah. and like the off like yeah. fucking random. No, band me and Kita went into the
1: Lincolnwood uh, Torrid the other like maybe two weeks ago or something like that, and it was it was like a sad like when state you moved, of affairs. Yeah. <laughs> it was really
2: rough. <laughs> um. Never forget my brief time working at that Torrid. Woo! She got stories! Um, uh, And then the nearest Lane Bryant is in Skokie.
1: Is there that, this, this is just a deep, at this point, this is just like the equivalent of LA people talking about highways, but isn't there that Lane Bryant that's on Fullerton?
2: Oh, you're right. There is a Lane Bryant on Fullerton, but I always forget it exists because it's like the size of a closet yeah it's a it's really a, small lane, brian yeah but it's the like, skokie one isn't big i will say like if you have a car oh we are get real niche we might even have to cut this but if you have a car <laughs> and you're on the north side of the city the skokie one is equidistant right yeah like,
1: that's true yeah so but here's the you thing you don't have a car yeah exactly yeah. mama doesn't have a car no like it's, it's wild like <laughs> You know, me being, me living in a, me being a city dweller with a car, like, you know, my options are, I've got options, (laughs) but like, you know, I, I specifically, I schedule time with other fat people I know who don't have cars to go to shopping centers that can, like we carpool (laughs) to stores. It's ridiculous. I am just curious now that I live in LA,
2: where, okay, so the closest Lane Bryant to me right now is about 20 minutes, 15 minutes. It's in Glendale, but you wouldn't be able to get there without a car. Mm -hmm. The closest Torrid.
1: Everybody, everybody, take out your phone. Not us, but everybody also listening. Take out your phone. And...
2: <laughs> also in Glendale, and that's also 15 minutes away. What I will say, like, um, I don't know if you guys remember, like, February 2020, February 2020. What a what a time!
1: What a Pollyanna ish. I... <laughs> the world, the world was our oyster. <laughs>
2: the world was our oyster. I was in Boston. So singing for something and I was like oh I forgot to pack a second bra I just packed the like I, I only brought the bra I'm wearing and I don't know if it's going to work with the dress I'm singing in and so I was like "Ah!" Uh, in my lift to from the airport to uh where I was staying the hotel I was staying at and like started trying to like google map the closest place I could get a bra And it was going to be a $60 lift ride wherever I went to the closest, like, Lane Bryant tour. There was nothing in the city limits. Like, I was going to have to go to a suburb. And that what I was, like, estimating to and from that suburb, it was going to be around $60 to $65 dollars. And I was like, luckily, you know, I got to the hotel and the first thing I did was like take off my top and try on the dress with the bra I had on. And I was like, oh, this will end up working.
1: Okay. Thank but God. I was
2: like, how fucking dare you, world? Yeah. <laughs> Boston. Like, now, <laughs> I had to do the
0: same thing. Like when I went to L.A. for a business trip. And it was a week-long trip, and I had a no good bras. I also had to Uber. And I think it was a, probably the, the, the Lane Bryant that you just pulled up because I, I was in L.A. And I had to find bra options for everything that I had. And, like, if I wasn't being, like, sponsored to go on that trip, I don't know how I would have made it through with a lot of the outfits. So, so
1: I, I, c- I made trip. a joke when Jesse was Googling, like, where the closest. I, I actually want to put it to you, the listener, unless you're driving. Don't do this. But... To you, the listener, I want to put it to you, like, take out your phone and I want you to open Google Maps or whatever map thing you use. And I want you to look up the closest Lane Bryant to you. And then I want you to look up the closest Torrid to you. And then if you are straight size, like, you know, if if you're, if you're plus size, you know where these stores are. So you don't need to do this. But if you are straight size... Look these locations up and then consider the fact that if you were fat, these would be your only options for day of clothes.
2: Right. And then look them up uh, with public transportation.
1: Yeah. Like, it's it's shocking to me, like, the the conversations that I have with straight-sized people, well-meaning straight-sized people, where... You know, I'm talking about anxiety about something fitting or like anxiety about, you know, I was, I was talking to a a friend of mine about how I was anxious about getting on a plane because, you know, I I wasn't sure if it was going to be three to us, if it, if like the plane that I was going to be on was going to be three to a row and like, oh my God, are we going to have, is it going to be this whole thing? Because I was traveling with my boyfriend and, um, like she was like, oh, oh, because of COVID, and I'm like, no, because of my fucking ass. Like because I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm gonna be able to fucking fit. And and yeah, and, I'm and also, like yeah, and, and like that. yeah, also COVID. But you know, it, it's I think that offering these exercises in transparency is so essential. And like these moments of like, yeah, you know what? Google these two retailers. And imagine those being your only clothing options for if you needed something right. at 4 o'clock.
2: Right. And, like, right now, like, I just looked that up, and it was, like, 15 to 20 minutes for each of them. But that's 7.30 at night, and I am relatively close to Glendale for where I am in, in oh, gosh, what city do I live in? In L.A.? Um, But, like, that's because it's 7.30 at night. If I needed to go at, like, 9 in the morning, oh, that would be a 45-minute, like, trip right like it's yeah because nothing is close and nothing is super accessible even when something sounds semi-accessible it's really not yeah so yeah
1: well shit i think we did it too well long. shit
2: all right on that <laughs> note i'm gonna continue to lounge in my pair de robe really y'all it's a great investment do it there's a second (laughs) um the second cut is about to drop and i know there's like one that's like a tie-dye sherbert robe that looks really fun so that sounds cute yeah yeah uh well podcast babies thank you so much for joining us on this adventure into sustainable fashion (laughs) <laughs> and we will catch you next time.
1: Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Outta Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at FatOuttaHellPod at gmail.com. Bye, babies.